You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. So, so you're asking me if we got our crap together? And this, folks, yeah. is how we are starting Geekiest Show ever this week. We're trying to get our crap together. Uh, I've just come back from a, a trip down to uh, uh, Sioux City to see my daughter down there. So I've been back a couple hours. I've been trying to get stuff. Of course, I always put off preparing for the show until the last minute. So I've been looking over stuff and doing things and uh, and such. And I don't know what uh, these two uh, uh, lovely ladies have been doing. They probably actually have their crap together. But comments? I'm still looking for my crap. Okay. <laughs> Uh, no comment from Elisa there, so I'll assume. Nope. Of course, nope. If, if she's distracted, she said something about uh, uh, that game where you hit things, uh, not boxing. Uh, <laughs> baseball. Yeah, that's that's it, sure. Uh, so she might be distracted by that. So No, I'm going to pay attention, if, but if you hear a bad word, <laughs> I can't be held responsible. I'm just watching the Red Blame Sox on Houston the baseball. game on, the, uh, on my s- iPad. You say I might actually have to edit the podcast? Oh, Lord. I'll try not to say any bad words. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I've been saying a few bad words this week because Kevin's favorite friend came to visit, and I hate the little <laughs> <clears throat> darling. We had some snow here on uh, Wednesday, I think it was. I'm sitting out there. I sent pictures to uh, to these two, uh, to all three of them. Kevin got them, too. And Kevin's, oh, isn't it lovely? And Snow uh, porn. Uh, yeah, basically. Call them what they are. They're just little fuckers. Yes, there you go. <laughs> There's my bad word. Little yep. white little fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Kevin it, calls them the snow angels. I refer to them to, as the snow devils. Yes. I sent him a picture of Piranha eating somebody, and I said, this is your little snow angels right here. Uh, and he and when the dog gets to it, little yellow little fuckers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. Don't eat the yellow snow, people. It may look like lemon ice, but it ain't. Uh, <laughs> but... Uh, so, uh, yeah, like I say, you know, to make Kevin happy, you know, our weather. Uh, this week, I think maybe ours is going to be a little bit. I don't think they have any of that white crap in the forecast, so I'll be happy. And when we left uh, Sioux City, it was snowing down there. There was some snow in Sioux Falls. I think most of it's melted by now. But, uh, uh, yeah, we may actually, uh, hey, we may have Indian summer for 15 minutes this week. Um uh, because uh, tomorrow it looks like 47, and then up into the high 50s, <laughs> maybe 60s, you know. Um, so we may actually have something that doesn't suck. Um, and how? Uh, uh, so, Elisa, uh, how are you doing out there? No snow, thank God, but it is cold. It's we have the electric blanket on the bed. Oh, we actually turned. We had to turn the heat on today because we just couldn't take it. And we're shivering in our own house. It's forty nine degrees right now. Looks like rain most of tomorrow and maybe sixty degrees. The rest of the week, low fifties, exception of Thursday, which is forty four. And next Sunday, I'm supposed to be going out of town, about an hour and a half away, for an outdoor festival, and it's going to be in the mid forties. Uh, think of it as brisk. Uh, I'm trying to put a positive spin on this. No, there is no such thing as a positive spin when it's cold. Well, well for me, a positive spin is the fact that it's not 20 below yet. So, yet. Uh, yeah, yeah. And and we do have less than 12 hours of daylight. Uh, that too. That that that, and the fact that all the uh, the trees are going naked now. They've dropped all their leaves. We have naked not trees. Not us. Okay. Not us. We have it. 
it's pretty light this year. I mean, right oh. now there's very little oh, I to you rake. Weren't going naked. <laughs> you don't I... want to see that, no matter what the temperature. No. <laughs> normally, we're raking leaves at this point, and there's really nothing to rake right now. I mean, we could rake maybe one bag's worth That's on our whole property, and we have a lot of property. So we go. It's a lot of raking, mm. and at the rate it's going, it might end up sitting under the snow. Do you think you're going to have a late fall? Is everything just going to take off then? The, and the colors haven't changed yet either. Oh, I think possibly because it was so hot and dry over the summer. Yeah, robbed. Um, uh, uh, no. We've got a few trees here that are still uh, in the process of dropping their leaves. But, yeah, they're getting to the point. I At this point, okay, we know it's coming. Just get it done because then I can get out my new uh, uh uh, device I bought from my uh, leaf blower, which is basically a bunch of tubes that you put together so you can blow out your gutters now from the ground. Now he's buying level. things for his blower. <laughs> I'm just a blow hard. Hey, just remember they Did you find- put a ring on it. Uh, <laughs> just remember they finally named a hurricane after me, and so what? Finally, it started out calm and then it lost its shit. So yeah, uh, it kind of sounds like me. So uh, and. Um, not to make light of my bucket of, list has been ticked, huh? <laughs> there you go. Well, not to make light of it because I realize it's been it was really nasty, and my nephew lives down in the Panhandle, but it missed him. But so you know, I shouldn't make light of the fact that this was a nasty storm. But I figured, yeah, they finally named the storm after me, and I, it started out quiet and went crazy. So that kind of sounds like me some days. Um, but uh, yeah, so we've got. If they would just lose all our leaves, I can get the uh, gutters blown out, and that'd be fine. Now, Melissa, do I even want to know what kind of weather you have out there? Well, the problem is we actually have some good weather coming up. It's going to be this time of year is when it's going to be the reason why people come to Arizona in the first place because it's going to be in the seventies, low eighties. It's going to be awesome, but it has just taken a dump on us lately with the rain. And if you guys have been following me, I have some some roof issues, so they had to come out again this morning and drain the plastic. And I've got this perpetual Dexter kill room in my kitchen and big freaking humidity machine that they allowed me so kindly as to uh, unplug it today. And that was kind of funny. Just five minutes before we started, I sat down to record. Um, my husband asked the guy, you know, he told him that I record a podcast. Is there any way we can turn it off, you know, temporarily? Because it, it drives you batty after a while. And the guy said, yeah, you can shut it off. So we go to shut it off. And it's this big, huge blue machine. It's like the size of a, of a small person. And we go to look on it like, where's the off button? <laughs> so my, my husband said, oh, we'll just unplug it. So, yeah, that's going to be interesting when we go to try to plug that thing back in to dehumidify the, the kitchen. We've got a, a wet roof right now. And it's uh, all covered in plastic. And then that's leaking. And so normally we'd be so excited about the rain. We would be so excited about this weather. But it can't be because my house is like in shambles right now. I can't really enjoy it. So I guess if anything, I'm looking forward to it because I'm hoping that means that the roofers will be able to get done, you know, quickly. Because if we had more rain coming up, that would really suck. Because that would probably delay roofing and things like that. So, so I have you, that to look forward to. When you get done, are you going to hang a sign in your kitchen that says SS Titanic or something like that? Or <laughs> something like that. A- HMSS I, Titanic. I need to hire an exorcist. I need to like burn some sage or something because that part of the house is just cursed, I swear. I need, I need someone to come out and lift the curse. Uh, I can't lift the curse, but I can lift a lot of other things. Um, uh, I don't even know Careful how to make- who you tell that to. Yeah, sure. I don't even know how to make a good transition to that one. So why don't we just jump into our uh, 
So we had we had a little homework assignment because let's see now I've uh, upgraded to Mojave. Have you, Elisa? No. And Melissa? Not yet. Okay. Waiting to hear how your experience was. No, actually, (laughs) it was it was fine because I I think I've mentioned before that um, I skipped. Uh, hi Sierra. I was I been I went from Sierra to Mojave because Elisa and Kevin had so much fun with their upgrades. I would thought, well, I could either hit myself with a baseball bat or skip this one. So I just skipped it. And I but I did Mojave, and I think I texted you guys that I was starting in about mm, what half an hour later, maybe forty minutes. I forget how long. Yeah, it was, it was pretty quick. Yeah. By the time you told us you were starting, and the yep. time you said I'm done. Yeah, and there was not much. You know, I I did it pretty much when I started and when I quit, so it was fairly quick. And like I said, uh, first of all, I don't know if the, I keep my data on a separate drive. Now this they now did I have? I'm trying to remember now. Was it High Sierra that they went to the Apple uh, APFS? A, yes. Yeah. Okay, yes. so that that they probably had to do that here because, like I say, I skipped High Sierra, so they probably had to go to the Apple uh, file system. Um, but I've got an SSD and I keep all my data on a separate drive, so that probably sped that up. I'm guessing, uh, and so it's only a 256 uh, uh, application drive because, like I say, all my data is on a separate. So That's that probably made it how mine is too. Yeah, so. It, you know, it went it went fairly quick. I didn't have any burps. I didn't have. I did make a um, not a time machine backup. I do need to get time machine set up and running on here. I've kind of organized my desk. I can actually see it now. Um, but I want what a concept. I know it's weird. I could actually. I got space up here. I just need to fill it. But anyway, um, I need to get a time machine set up. I did do a super duper backup just in case. But everything went fine and it was uh, good. And you, you know, didn't so, need to use any of that stuff, luckily. Luckily, yes. And so now I'm looking at it. And I'm going, well, okay. I had to go and look and see what's new for Mojave so I could tell the difference. I know one thing everyone was getting all gaga for was uh, the dark mode. And, dark I, mode. and I enabled it. And it's like, it's okay. I mean... I've, I've heard, heard more negative. Yeah, I've heard more negative. But I know yeah. my husband's Windows computer. He uses Firefox as his browser, and that's kind of a dark mode. Right. I hate it. Hate it. It yeah, just looks horrible. Look it. Looks tr- horrible. I'm trying it. It's like, yeah, okay. I'm not. I could certainly go back to the other one, and I might go back to the old way. Uh, uh, You're leaving it in dark mode for now, just to see if you can live with it for a while? Yeah, I figure I'd give it a try. I, I mean, I may be a curmudgeon, but I'll give things a try once in a while just to see if it'll work. And when I've convinced myself that it will or won't, then I'll you know stick with it or drop it like a hot potato. But So I've got that enabled, and it's, you know, it's fine. I'm indifferent when it comes to that. Uh, the dynamic desktop. I don't keep a lot of stuff on my desktop for it to be dynamic. Oh no, dynamic. That's good. <laughs> the step. You try the stacks. Oh no, yeah, I skipped one. Yeah, dynamic desktop will uh, change it according to the time of day. So if it's mm-hmm. dark outside, yeah, uh, a little gimmicky. Yeah, whatever. Uh, I suppose if you live in front of your computer all the time, that might be you know something. But I'm not there that much. So yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, stacks. Again, I don't keep that much stuff on my desktop, so not that big a feature to me. See, the thing with stacks that I I I like the idea of it, the premise of it, but for me, I do keep certain things on my desktop 
sometimes they're uh, web links, mm -hmm. and I use it as reminders because if I put them in stacks, I'm not going to see them. Right. And if I don't see them, I'm going to forget about them. And it's the same with mail. A lot of people um, say, well, I put this, this type of email goes into this folder, and if it's work, it goes in folder A, and if it's uh, – uh, sales ad, it goes in folder B, and if it's family, it goes in folder C. I keep everything in my inbox because I need to be able to see it. Because if I don't see it, I forget about it. Yeah. Yeah, I think everybody has their methods for getting stuff done. I, I think yeah. that where this is really going to negatively impact people is for people who are, are the opposite of you, who are not very deliberate about how they file things. And it's just going to, it's going to throw them off. It's, it's right. like, I've always, I've always described it as like, if you go into a blind person's apartment and rearrange all their furniture, they're not going to know how to get around. And I've seen that happen, you know, in working with clients. Sometimes they'll, they'll tell me I need this cleaned up. And, you know, this is in, in years past. I'm a lot more trepidatious about that because they have to be really careful what they wish for. Because they'll say, you know, oh, it's it's a mess, and how do I clean this up? Okay, well, let's clean it us this up, and we take everything and put it into folders, and then they can't find anything. <laughs> they're just, stacks they're just might they, be they need for, it to be a mess. Stacks might be good for someone who's working on a project and has a lot of um, whether it's spreadsheets or oh, for photos sure. yeah. or yeah. images or whatever on their desktop, and they just have all their images together, all their PDFs together, because they know. That's where it is when they go to work on that particular you project. You the magic word, Elisa, photos. That's, I bet you, I hadn't made that connection before until you said that. That's, I bet, what they're modeling this off of. Like, for example, when you go into the Photos app in iOS and in macOS, things are organized for you based on the type, whether it's your favorites because you've put a little heart on it, whether it's screenshots, whether it's oh. selfies, um, it's organized by places. They're all automatically categorized for you based on the type of data that that's in that photo same as with your file types they're all going to be organized for you so apple's like doing all this kind of hand holding that's going to make some people happy and it's going to piss off a bunch of other people <laughs> of course <laughs> but but i if i could look at it like that now again i'm like you mike i don't right. i don't keep anything on my desktop if i can help it the only time i ever use my desktop is if i have to transfer a file from one place to another or if I needed to get to it to drag and drop or you know there's very very specific and very uh, small amount of reasons that I would ever keep anything on my desktop um, and that's just from years and that's just my personal experience from years and years and years of watching people make mistakes and lose files like you just you were telling us about the cat going up there and doing stuff that's nah. the big that's that may even be why you don't do that you might right. have been conditioned by your cat if you've got either a small animal or children. <laughs> and I've seen this happen in both instances where they, they somehow they get at the desktop and they start banging away at stuff. Or I've seen people set, you know, a book down and it lands on their keyboard. I have just seen any kind of example you could throw at me. I've probably seen it where people have lost data because from their desktop specifically because they accidentally renamed something. You know, way back in the day when it mattered, um, if you renamed, I saw someone who was having and multiple people I've seen this happen to where they had they were having a lot of technical issues and it turned out it took a while to find it because it you know staring you right in the face one of those obvious things it took a while to figure out here the the hard drive the Macintosh HD had been renamed to semicolon 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 dash 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 <laughs> you know clearly someone had pressed on the keys and you know they had clicked on it and highlighted it and so because I had seen that happen so many times 
I just started, you know, making these kind of automated movements that anytime I set up a brand new computer for someone who didn't know, I would just save them from that hassle. And I would just hide the, you know, don't show the hard drive icons on the desktop and teach them how to use the finder and teach them how to navigate deliberately using file folders and systems. You know, I've seen so many people just dump things on the desktop. And again, back when it mattered, it doesn't matter much anymore. But I'm a curmudgeon, like like you said, I, I'm a curmudgeon from those times when I think I'm just conditioned to never store things on the desktop because we used to have a time where it would take forever for your stuff to, to reboot because of all the stuff in the desktop, because I had to read all those files. And so that was one of those problems where anytime people were dealing with the slowdowns and crashing and you know constant spinning beach ball, one of the remedies was to take everything on the, off the desktop and file it file it into folders so that it could be appropriately read and re-indexed, you know, so it wasn't just this this constant mess. Well, so, yeah, that yeah. makes me a little nervous for people who just don't really, they just kind of pile stuff on their desktop without really thinking about it and don't have any rhyme or reason for what stuff is there and why it's there. And you have Untitled 1, Untitled 2, Untitled 3. It's well, those people that I think are going to be really lost when it comes to this feature if they, they haven't read up on it beforehand. Well, yeah, and I closed all the windows once I went, what the hell's that? Oh, it's my desktop. Because I hardly uh-huh. ever see my desktop. I always have windows open, usually browser windows. Uh, but I always have you know something open, so I almost never see my desktop. So for me, it's like, meh, whatever. Now, they have gallery view, and I haven't gotten too much into that in the Finder. Um, let's see. This, no, yeah. Uh, they, they got gallery view. Again, uh, I haven't gotten into the Finder much to look at pictures. That might be helpful. Um, it uh, gives you uh, nice big previews for your files. Uh, that doesn't really – I mean, what's the difference between that and what we've had in the past with Quick Look and well, stuff? It says think Quick Look but far more visually appealing and useful. So as you're mm-hmm. scrolling through pictures, it will give you a nice big preview of it. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because I find that handy when I am working specifically on a project where I'm trying to work with images. I might take that folder and open it up in a separate finder or window and then use that view. Uh, right. Cover flow, it's what it's called. So I guess right. is cover flow no more? Now cover flow has no. been replaced. Yeah, they got rid by... of cover flow. Oh, okay, so cover okay. flow has been replaced by gallery view, then probably. I guess so. Uh, then you've got quick actions here. Um, that looks interesting. Yeah, I was trying to, I was fooling around with it a little bit before we started. I was trying to create a quick action. I was trying to, uh, and maybe we'll talk about it a little bit later too when we get to it, but I was trying to automate my podcasting, uh, editing stuff here, and I was trying to create a quick, quick action to do a few things to maybe save me a step or two when I was doing that. So I'm still looking at it and seeing if it'll actually save me any steps or. Uh, if I'll just go back to doing it the way I was. But that, yeah, that could possibly give some... Is quick action, maybe it's a different type of markup where you can open up, say, a, a screenshot and mark it up in the quick look view? Um, let me... Without having to actually open it in preview? Uh, let's see here. Yeah, so you can, so you uh, go into Finder, and I just highlighted a picture at random here, and then it's got rotate left, it's got markup, and then you can click on the more, and then you can create a PDF, and then you can put custom actions in there. So that's where I I had put one that would take, when we're done recording here with uh, 
call recorder, I was trying to make an action so that it would take the move file that call recorder takes, run that through its little converter, and it spits mm. an AIFF out the other side. Mm. Uh, Sounds like you want an automator. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's and I did that in automator. And like I say, I'm just trying to, but, you know, I'm trying to see if that'll, it'll, I still have to get in there and click on the file. So what's the difference then at that point between right click, clicking and going down and picking convert or clicking that one down there? I guess it saves me a click or two. Um, or maybe I'll find another way to do this also, maybe with some keyboard shortcuts. I don't know. I'm still experimenting but yeah so uh that gives you some options yeah so like say you could do you could mark them up from there um Hmm. and add things to that you can customize it i wonder why they called it quick actions and just make it consistent with shortcuts i guess they're really that different Uh, but it seems doesn't it seem like it's kind of like you know like shortcuts you create a shortcut and you can put it in there uh so you can Hmm. access it's more of an accessibility uh thing i think so you could create yeah it could either be a well it won't, wouldn't be a shortcut on the mac it'd be an automator action or it could mm-hmm. be if you had an apple script or whatever you want you could put something in there and then if you uh so if you had something a little bit more complex and that's what i was trying to do um with my automator stuff i was trying to do i want to take something where it take the move file convert it over to an ai uh, ff file and then take that and open it up in fission so i could save myself a few clicks but it's waiting for that file to get converted before it's opened in fission is where i'm it, it might be possible but i don't know if i want to dip into apple script to do it or not but you know that's um that's something i'm going to look at though but then um, moving down this list, they have the uh, complete metadata um, when you're looking at uh, pictures and files, I guess. Um, you can see all the data associated with it. So, you know, I guess if, you're, if you need to see that stuff, it's there for you. Again, I do look at the metadata sometimes, but n- not real often. Um, yeah, it's going to really help uh, a certain uh, demographic of people who work with that file, these file types. Right. So I think it'll be really right. useful. Sure. And now uh, Quick Look got some enhancements, and that I do use once in a while, so I'll have to see. Uh, now you can perform actions on a file without fully opening it uh, in, uh, in a supported app. Uh, you can include the ability to mark up, crop, rotate images, and PDFs, trim audio and video files, and save files via AirDrop, mail and whatever so yeah maybe that's what you're yeah that's what i was referring to yeah Yeah. that you (coughs) excuse me that you could do it in a quick look without having to open up preview or or photos or whatever yeah so you can if you want to do a quick edit and then drop it in the mail or something like that uh that's where you could do that now okay and then uh, you know and some of these look interesting but i don't know you know personally for me they we may or may not I may or may not use them, but the uh, the next one is screenshots. So you can, um, and I think it said that it's replacing the, um, what was it? Uh, Oh, similar to grab. Grab. Yeah, grab. Grab, there you go. But it's more refined and powerful. And I have taken the screenshot a time or two. And again, uh, yeah, so you can uh, capture either a window, a specific area, um, yeah, I do a lot of screenshots. Okay, yeah, so for somebody that does that, uh, again, I mean not so much, but uh, and so you can do a few things. Um, you have some options in there. Um, 
I'm definitely going to be using those. I cannot wait. Uh, yeah. So, you know, that's got, okay, then after taking the screenshot, um, it'll, a thumbnail appear in the bottom right-hand corner of the display, and then the thumbnail. Just like iOS. Okay, yeah, then the screenshot uh, thumbnail allows you to open it and mark it up and or, you know, uh, do, uh, send it to a destination without having to save a copy. So, uh, yeah, that could potentially be handy. Uh, and then this other one that I've seen some people talking about, and I, I did try this just quick before we podcast, is the continuity camera. Uh, and I got to see what apps it works in, because I just opened up uh, Pages. But you can click on, uh, open up Pages, you can click on there and tell it to take a, if you can take a photo with your iPhone or your iPad, and then it'll go directly into where you on the Mac where you told it to open up. Hmm. Um, so if you wanted to take a picture of a document or something and then put it in a page in pages, so you open up the way I did it, I opened up in pages and said, get a photo from your phone. So I took my phone, took a picture, and it popped directly in there. You didn't have to save it to something. And then that uh, is going to be in. so super handy. I can already picture where I'm going to use that and where I can uh, give advice for other people to use it is when I'm, when I'm helping my seniors, I make on their computer I, so that it's readily available for them. And I, it's kind of a built-in sort of lesson. I open up pages because that's what they have readily available for the most part. And then I take screenshots of you know specific things that they ask me about. Well, how do I do this? And I take screenshots and I annotate them. So that's why I can't wait for, for these features because this will be really handy. I mean, of course, I'll have to get all my people <laughs> upgraded to Mojave or you know have it on my machine, just do it on my machine. But uh, so many times I'll take a picture of something that they have that's outside of their computer, say their printer or their hardware, you know, something that they have a question about on another device. And it's easier to just take a picture of it and then mark up that picture. And so many times it's like it's easier to either, well, let's, you know, how do I easily get this picture that I just took with your phone or with my phone onto your computer? And sometimes it just takes a while for it to pop up with you know, waiting for photos to sync, you know, so I, I take a picture, say if I take a picture with their device, then I open up photos and I wait for it to come down. Well, it turns out they haven't opened up photos for like weeks and it's got to oh. do all this, you know, backlog of syncing. Well, that's not going to work. Okay, well, let's use messages. And I open up messages and it turns out messages isn't configured on their Mac because they just don't use their Mac for that. Oh, okay. So it's like we just keep running into all these problems of, you know, slowing it down when all we wanted to do was just get the picture from here to there. So that is really going to be really handy because then if I can use that feature, it'll be right there and I can just drag it right into the pages document that I'm working on to make their little tutorial for them well, that they okay. can use that's personalized just for them. So I, I had to go look up uh, how this works now. So you open a document or projects. Uh, and it says in an app like pages, keynote, and text edit. So I don't know what else may be supported. Um, it'll have to support this. But then you either control crit, click, right click, or two finger click on a space within the document uh, notice, uh, note your fo photo will end up wherever you end up clicking. Uh, hover over import from phone or iPad. Take the photo on your device. Um, so, yeah, then you take your photo, and then the photo will pop in mm, to your document. Wow. So, yeah, you don't even have to. And then you can scan a document uh, also. Um, so, yeah, that could... Not, That's really handy. Yeah, I mean, like say, if you use pages or you know that, 
Uh, and like again, we'll have to see what is what it'll allow. Uh, but mm-hmm. if it's other th- things also, but yeah, that that could uh, potentially be uh, uh, handy. Uh, let's see here. So uh, that may that uh, I know. I think I heard. Uh, I was listening to uh, Allison Sheridan's Podfeet podcast. And I think uh, Bart Bouchotts was kind of going gaga for the continuity camera thing. That was getting him really excited. Um, <laughs> Then, then there are some apps that have made the jump from iOS to uh, Mojave, and I don't know the the, mm-hmm. news, the news app. I mean, I don't. Yeah, know. I never, I never use it. Yeah. yeah, I don't really like it now. I, I wish I could filter it better. You're right. Then you got. The, <laughs> I just don't like opening it up, and it's always the same thing all the time. Right. Then you got the stocks app. I'm sorry, I don't have. I can't pay attention, <laughs> let alone buy stocks. So. Yeah. Um, and then this one's another no starter for me is the the home app because I yeah. got plenty of automation stuff, but the home app doesn't or the home uh, protocol doesn't support. Well, it supports my garage door opener, yay, um, <laughs> but not my lights, not um, my. Uh, uh, you have all that other stuff run through yeah through Amazon, Amazon and Google. I use them both, and, and if. Well, and I woke that stupid thing up. <laughs> I was just going to say you woke something up. <laughs> yep, I did. Uh, and, you know, if I could do more stuff with the uh, Apple uh, home app here, I would. Uh, I w- If I could do everything I wanted, I might consider a HomePod because then maybe it'd actually be useful. But because they were saying there, or if you have, it's getting there. It's getting there. They said that uh, if you wanted to be able to control things when you're away from home, you'd need a device that was always here and always on, like either an Apple TV or an iPad if you leave it here. But it needed something to be the control center, basically. Um, And I, my iPad's almost always here, but that's not going to do me good if I can't control anything. Um, And then the voice memos. Uh, I don't use voice memos as such on iOS, so probably not here either. If I'm going to record something, I'll probably just fire up Piezo and uh, record it on. If I'm going to do it on the Mac, I'll just fire up Piezo or something. And mm. I don't think I'm going to use voice memos uh, that much. It seems a little awkward what? to use voice memos on yeah. a Mac. Yeah. Um, because I mean, usually, I mean, you think about it if you know you're you're at school right. and you remember, you know, you have yep. to think of something like on your way home, make sure I write an article about you know sure. X, pull out the voice memo, and there uh, you go. Yeah, that's I I have it set up with drafts on my watch if I'm going to do something like that. Yeah. So um, I might actually use it more for dictating notes that I can't really do, you know, while I'm in the sure. car to to fuss with it. So I might actually use it since it's going to be. Right. Available in both places seamlessly. Right. Yeah, and like I say, it depends upon your workflow. Um, mm-hmm. Now, um, they've oh, they've given the Mac the same feature that the iPad has. You'll have your recent apps, or you can turn it on to have your recent apps in your dock. So if there's stuff that you're using more often, you can it'll stay there and you can open it up. That can be handy, but boy, does it confuse my seniors. Uh, <laughs> I always well, end I up having to turn it off. Yeah. Yeah. Why is there two of them? <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that would cause mass confusion. Uh, and then the app store got a redesign, and I was kind of in there looking around, and it's like, 
okay. Um, it seems better, uh, I guess. Um, you know, I, I, it's, I may have to go in there and play around more, but I mean, it's fine. I think it looks, it probably looks better. Does uh, the app store look different for someone on Mojave versus? Yeah, it's got, oh, the, it? okay. and I don't know if it'll change because the picture I'm looking at here, and like I say, I got mine set to dark mode. It looks like it's in dark mode, but maybe if you take it out of dark mode that that'll go away too. But it it uh, looks cleaner, I guess. And then they have uh, broken down into categories. So they have a discover, I think probably like the app store on iOS. So you have the discover category, and then you've got one called create, work, play, mm-hmm. develop. Mm-hmm. And then you get your different categories if you want to filter it that way. And then it's got a little thing for updates, for updating your app. So um, it might be a little bit better. I mean, it depends. If you're really... St- like the way the old app store looks, I'm sure you'll hate this. If you're indifferent, <laughs> it'll be fine. Um, it, okay, and then uh, Mojave's gotten the new privacy and security updates, which was mildly irritating because I use Text Expander and a few other things, so you had to go in there and re-enable them to work. And I think even in uh, Text Expander's case, it said uh, probably take it out, delete it from your privacy settings, and then re-add it to get it to work. I don't know if that was like a bug or just something weird, but... Um, Is that all backed up in your iCloud? Your I text so. expander? So if you have yeah, to yep. remove it and put it back in, you don't lose all well, your snippets? You don't have to uh, uninstall it. Just go into privacy, highlight it, and click the uh, minus button to take it out of your privacy settings. And oh, okay, then, so you don't lose anything. You don't lose anything, right. And then you just have to click the Add button to add it back into privacy. You're not deleting anything. Um, okay, then there's one here, and I know I've heard some people talking about it, and they're going, really? Um, website favicons in Safari. Yeah, people are making <laughs> such a big deal about that, and I'm just thinking, wow. <laughs> What's the big deal? Did they Did they strip them out or what? Safari, I guess, never had it. Right. So um, when you look at your little, tabs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Little, little, right. Yeah, the little pictures for each uh, whatever I website. Cons. I guess I got used to them not being there. I guess <laughs> I guess it didn't bother me as much because I just okay. added my own. <laughs> so you aren't traumatized. You don't need to seek therapy then. So, okay. And they're back. Are you they coming celebrate. back? Yeah, they're there. Okay. Oh, well, that'll make me happy. <laughs> there you go. Um so I think you have to go in and enable, uh, to enable favor cons. Uh, you'll need to go into Safari's preferences tabs and then show website icons and tabs. So there you go. Um, and another one here, I don't know. Uh, you can add emoji in the mail app. Everyone care? <laughs> Yawn. Animated emoji? <laughs> uh, no, just the emojis. Uh, uh-huh. Well, we always could. What was the big deal about that? I mean, you just go to the emoji picker and put them in there. Right. Well, then you can you can open the emoji picker from within mail. Mm. Okay. So I guess they put it there. So so yeah. it's getting closer and closer and more. It's going to be more and more confusing for people because they'll see less and less difference between email and messages. Sure. Right. <laughs> because they're trying to simplify Great. things. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And um. 
then uh, I think we're getting towards the end here, but basically uh, enhanced Siri requests. Siri doesn't understand me for crap anyway, so I don't know. <laughs> Siri never answers <sighs> the question. Or she'll murder what I say, and I sit there and I try to enunciate carefully, and then she spits out some hairballed sort of crap. So, I'll ask a question like, "Who won the 2013 World Series?" And she'll say, "Tonight's game is the Boston Red Sox against the Houston Astros." Like, no, 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 I'm not asking who's playing tonight. Listen, your mother who ducker. Won. <laughs> who won in a certain year? This, nope. This- this is ducking crazy. I can't stand this ducking crap. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, well, it, it, when I dictate, I'm surprised it actually puts the swear words in there. I thought it would try to do something cute. But, no, it, it will do that. So anybody who cares, that's you know a good thing. But I've gone in and changed ducking to the appropriate term in my keyboard shortcuts. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Don't worry yeah. about that anymore. <laughs> There you go. Uh, and Give me my fucking fucking. There you go. And then uh, in Siri, you can control your HomeKit devices if you got any. Uh, mm-hmm. And finding, say, passwords. So I, well, I'll wait for a security expert or somebody more knowledgeable because I don't use uh, Keychain. I use LastPass. So mm-hmm. um, I don't know that that would do me much good. Uh, new wallpaper. Anybody? Uh, yeah, okay. They got a black yeah. sand dune there. Um, now, this, okay, and Melissa, this may confuse your <laughs> the people you deal with. They have now moved macOS updates into the system preferences instead of hmm. the App Store. So they're going to have to relearn something here. But, you know. So if you go to the Apple menu in Mojave, it's where? Under about, under the the Apple menu, then you have about this Mac system preferences and app store. What does it look like on yours now? Well, you just go to, um, uh, preferences as soon as I find, Oh, there we go. System preferences. And it's a little pain. Uh, Oh, it's a system. preference. It's, it's there. Now? It's there now under high Sierra. Oh, it is. Yeah. yeah. Automatically how- check for updates, download newly available updates in the background, install data files, automatically download. Um, under, under what? Under App Store and System Preferences. Uh, let's oh, see here. The, like I have mine checked to automatically check for updates, but not to download them. So I'll get just a little well, flag but, on the App Store. But, yeah, that's how you can customize it or kind of automate it. You kind of but, set that once, forget about it. What you do now, though, is you go in there and there's one that says Software Update. Oh, hmm. And you click on that. Right now, it's checking to see if there's an update. So, uh, there, so it's not under App Store anymore? No, they moved it out of the App Store, and they moved it into System Preferences. Oh, that's a pain. Because well, I always just use the Apple menu, go to the App Store. Well, I guess it's the same thing. It's just opening a different thing. I always go to the Apple menu, then I go to App Store, then I click on Updates. That's how oh, I do so my are you updates. saying, Mike, if there's a system... Uh, a software update, it's done within the system preferences. It doesn't bring you back to the App Store to do it. Right. It's done oh, okay. within the system preferences. So, okay. Yeah, I mean, you can yeah, click so that's, on... That's a new thing. It's the same same two steps. you you got to go to the menu, then click on something, and go to something else and click on that. But it's different now. It's Now well, it's in system preferences instead of the App Store. Right, yeah. So you can click on system preferences, and it'll open it up, and there'll be software update there. Mine is it's iCloud Internet Account Software Updates. Uh, it's mm-hmm. in that uh, aisle right there. So, uh, 
for anybody who has muscle memory of going into the app store, now yeah. they're going to be going, okay, you know, um, they're Where not going to find it. <laughs> right. So okay. that's the majority of the uh, uh, updates that I can see for Mojave. And it's like, say, some of them uh, uh, could be kind of interesting. Some of them are kind of meh. Some of them are really. Um, and it's one of those things. Um, as I play around, maybe someone will become more important to me. That continuity camera uh, might be, uh, for me, might be good. Uh, maybe some of the quick look stuff. Um, if I can uh, get that uh, quick action, uh, and that'll probably require me messing around with uh, Automate or some to create some quick actions put in there. But that could possibly be of use. So you know, it depends upon what you what your desires are, what your needs are. So there, mm-hmm. there may be some, a little something in here for everybody. Is it something that, you know, I would go, you know, screaming out to get, eh, you know, I mean, if you had to go out and buy it, um, you know, like we used to have to do with, uh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, upgrades like this. Uh, I, you know, honestly, I don't know if I would spend money to upgrade this, but you know, it's free. It's there. And, you know, again, for somebody, it'll really rock their world, and for me, it's like, well, if I remember it, I'll probably use that. But again, like you say, muscle memory is, you know, you may end up doing it just the way you have been because that's the easiest, and why bother changing? So it doesn't look a whole lot different. It's more like little add-ons here and there. Yeah, it's under the hood things more. Yeah. Uh, or you got to click on it. So yeah, it's not. I mean, I'm looking at the screenshots on the website, and I'm I'm looking at everything. I'm thinking, yeah, that looks the same. I'm looking at it through the lens of like, what are what are my clients going to say? You know, because there had been in the past there were such drastic differences that it, they didn't really they really did not like <laughs> getting yeah. this this new update thrust upon them. Even though I mean they had a choice to update it, but they didn't understand that, and so they ended up updating it. And so in the past, like I would always you know get these I'd always have to update really quickly because I'd always get these panic calls like. Uh, I clicked a button and now my computer looks different. Help, <laughs> you know, and that has uh, been happening less and less, even with iOS too, because they haven't made such drastic differences. But I still do advise them to not turn on the automatic updates for their iOS because just in case something like that does happen again, I don't want right. to get all the screaming phone calls. Yeah, the only thing I could see right now that might send people into a tizzy or your clients into a tizzy is maybe the moving of the system upgrades into preferences everything else if they well and maybe those, stacks those i have turned on automatic just because of the incremental yeah. updates yep. so they're far and few in between and when they are it's something that's usually pretty necessary so those i have checked on right. so that shouldn't bother and, them too much and maybe the stacks if they if their yeah, desktop is their organizational system yeah, that could that's one of my biggest concerns i think for and, those people who do prefer a messy desktop yeah, and the rest of these you just have to go look for. If you well, mm-hmm. maybe the Mac App Store design, if they're used, if they kind of have a muscle memory, that might throw them off. Yeah, too. they rarely go in there to do anything. Okay. To right. be honest, so the, I'm the one that usually goes in there for them. So okay, so that may not be too bad. But uh, and then just kind of, I guess maybe finishing up our. Uh, you know uh, the upgrade parts that we had here because we uh, I, I messed around with shortcuts a little bit more this week. What about uh, mail? Did you do you use Apple Mail? Is that going to look any drastically different? Uh, I'm scrolling. I hope. A I don't know if it's drastically different. Um, I'm hoping that 
Well, no, I think I had another issue. I talked to the tech guy at school. Um, my uh, education email uh, has an issue, and I don't know if I have to go in there. And but that's not a mail problem. I think that's a uh, uh, it's a Microsoft Exchange issue, or maybe the way we do things. So I might have yeah, to. Yeah, I always hear grumblings about Microsoft Exchange accounts. There's always seems to be problems with that, but it's uh, not. It's because sometimes people are using old servers. Yeah. Well, we go through the state, so uh, and, yeah. and I don't know. They changed it. We used to be able to download uh, the apps. Now they're doing um, the 365 uh, mm-hmm. thing, so they want you on the web. So I don't. That could be part of my problem there too. But I don't think that's mail problem. But uh, mail itself, um, oh, you know, they probably dressed it up a little bit. And again, I got it in the dark mode, so I don't know if it... I can't really see any major changes. I'm thinking it's more, you know, cosmetic than anything. So I think mail is okay. Um, But, uh, like I said, I I was messing around with shortcuts, and uh, not a lot, and I should sit down and do it. Because I don't remember if we were talking about on air or not, but I think we were talking about... I was trying to... uh, I had this idea for a shortcut uh, working in the school... Where if you ever had to, you know, if there ever needed, a, if we had an intruder in the school, I wanted to set up a shortcut on the uh, uh, widget screen that you could just call up, you, uh, you could hit it, and then you'd have we'd put in a uh, for, uh, like a, a code, maybe a four-digit code, so you wouldn't accidentally butt dial the uh, this and send everybody into a tizzy. But then after you ended your code, it would send a uh, you know pre. Uh, edited text message to like the administrator the police and whoever else needed to be alerted that there's an intruder in the school and uh let them uh let them know and so i have is i can do all of that except and there's probably a way but some way to enter a four digit uh number and then verify it um you know with one that you have you know Store it in there. Like Two-factor authentication. Yeah, kind of, sort of thing. Yeah, just so, like, say you don't accidentally hit the thing and send out this text message, and everyone panics, and then mm-hmm. they get mad at you. But like, say, I had that idea, but I haven't sat down. There's probably some way doing the input. It would be the if then, uh, and I think there is if thens in uh, there. So I'll have to get a couple shortcuts and study them to see how that works. That would be good. Yeah. And then the oh, other so thing. Tomorrow we get a presidential alert from Mike McPeak. Well, <laughs> something went terribly, terribly wrong. <laughs> yeah, you'll never see me again if that ever happens. I'm sure. But uh, and then the other thing I wanted to mention out. Yeah, we didn't get to it last time. I'm really happy now that LastPass and uh, One Password. You can use them as your password managers in iOS. And when you and each app works a little bit differently it kind of depends i haven't seen it's not consistent i think it may be how the app wants to implement it but now if you go in and it asks you to enter a username and password it will a little uh in your um uh thing above your keyboard there the uh uh what is it the suggestions suggestions there you go uh there'll be one there that says password and it, it will list the site so you can click that and it may either fill in the username and password or it may take you to last pass have you authenticate i use the fingerprint uh, thing to authenticate to open it up mm-hmm. and then maybe pick it uh depending upon what it is you're doing but that's still a lot 
easier than the uh, the two thumb tango that you always had oh, to yeah. do or double. It works and, great, assuming yeah. the website supports it, because yes. I have been to a few websites that do not support it. Yep. Or the website supports it, but the URL must be very specific. I've had to do that a couple of times where it found it, but it didn't automatically fill it in because it used some kind of long version of their website that it's really frustrating and sure. it's next to impossible to explain to a senior well why didn't it work <laughs> right but when hold on works, let me fix this for you and then you know it'll be fixed for like you know six months until they change the url but i found when it works it's works oh yeah fantastic it does it and, does and that's why i liked my experience when i was using android because they had that where it would just pop up and say hey this is in LastPass. you want me to fill it in and i go yeah um, yeah, so that uh, that has made me happy. Now, if they could get Siri straightened out, uh, it's a word to understand what I'm we saying. We might have a convert on our on our hands here. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you know, I still like it's, it. The Google Assistant and even um, you know the Amazon assistants, uh, they oh shut up over there, stupid thing. I need this. <laughs> anyway, yeah, see uh, that I would not want. Yeah, right. <laughs> that would drive me bonkers. But they do understand me, and they uh, usually the dictation is pretty good. Uh, I dictated something into my Google tablet over there, and uh, the other day, and it was pretty good. And I tried to dictate something into Siri, and it was just horribly mangled. Uh, and even phraseology that I thought was kind of what the hell uh mm -hmm. yeah so i don't know they if they can ever get siri to be less stupid then yeah i would i would be you know happy on that so well i think the only reason that google is so much better at it is because they just they cast a wider net sure i think they have much much more data and that is uh i think been gotten in creepy ways <laughs> really creep people out so okay. i i don't know I, yeah i wish siri would work better but i kind of understand why it doesn't and i think if it does start working better i'll start wondering hmm are they okay. getting into the advertising sector or what sure okay then we've got uh elisa's got one here um does apple watch detect when you're in a moving car yeah um when I was talking about last time that I had gone to Cleveland, the night before is when I updated my watch. And if you guys remember, I was in the car, and you know I've said in the past, as I'm mm -hmm. knitting, I get mm -hmm. credit. I get steps, and I get credit. I wasn't getting it in the car. I was knitting on something. I wasn't getting it in the car. So I put the knitting down, and I'm waving my arms around. I'm clapping. I'm looking at the clock. I'm clapping for three minutes. Nothing. I wasn't getting any credit. And I didn't know if it noticed that I was in the car because it happens at home. You know, I'm wondering thinking, if the, pass, the other passengers on the road noticed you were in the yeah, car. <laughs> I mean, if I'm sitting, like, if I, like, I've already done my, you know, I already did it for the day. But, like, right now, okay, so now it's 8 o'clock. So if I start waving my arm around right now, which I'm doing, waving my arm around, if I do it for the next minute, I'm going to get another credit hmm. of standing. But I did not get it in a moving car. So I'm just made me wonder, and I was texting all of you saying, you know, hey, do you, do you know if this is something new with the watch? I never got it. Now, I got the credit most of the day because, you know, we stopped a lot to at the rest area. So I was getting out of the car and actually walking. Mm -hmm. Yep. See, I just got another hour of credit just from moving my arm. But I'm sitting here. So that just made me wonder, does the watch know that I'm in a moving vehicle? And I guess I've never paid that close attention. So you're looking at your move 
Uh, and you have a series yeah, three. Yeah, it, you know, it yep. was it was time. You know, I'm looking down. You know, the, the number on the bottom. Well, I've got the activity face. Sure. But it's okay. You, it's time to move. You haven't moved because I've been sitting in a car. So I'm, you know, doing this and I'm clapping my hands and going like this, moving around. Look down. Nothing. You need to take a shake weight with you. <laughs> yeah. Nothing's happening. Like today, you know, I'm sitting upstairs and I'm crocheting and I've got like ten thousand steps now. But all I was mm. doing was sitting. Like, as Melissa says, sloth mode. <laughs> and I was just watching podcasts and I was crocheting. And I've got 10,000 steps and I got credit for every single hour that I was sitting there, but not in the car. I think it must. I really, there, there so, must be something in there that detects it because, I mean, you figure if they can do it in the phone, I imagine they can do it in the watch because look at a game like Pokemon Go. It detects that you're in a moving vehicle and you have to tell it, no, I'm a passenger or, you know, my kid, he just, he knows how to swipe past that screen so fast. It's just, he's so used to dismissing that because my husband hands it to him in the, in the back seat, in his car seat and he plays Pokemon Go. And But is it going to know when I'm in a plane? Mm, yeah, you know, it's not going to know I'm on a plane, but it might know if I'm on a train not or if you're in airplane mode. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I need to, I, know. I need to look into the, you know, activity app more than I do, um, like because today, today it says I had thirteen hours of stand time. Well, right. uh, uh, we this morning we woke up in the motel. We went down and ate breakfast, but then we sat around till it was time to go, and then we stopped uh, a, a couple places in Sioux Falls, and then we spent about basically three hours on the road we came home i sat down a little bit i went and got uh, our dog molly from the kennel and brought her home uh but i don't think i had 13 hours of stand time no well that's what i mean it could be those three hours you were sitting in the car you might have been moving your hands around when you were talking were you driving or was somebody else driving my son was driving so when i'm not driving i nap so i'm over the um you know <laughs> snoring um yeah, so it could be that each hour you moved your hands around just enough that it said he was standing. Okay, and then when I wasn't, you know, uh, uh, in you know super sloth mode, there I was playing uh, cribbage on my little fire tablet. So uh, maybe that was counting. Um, walking and running distance: one point eight miles. Uh, we may have, which is based on the number of steps, because right now right. I've got. 9,450 steps, which is 4.13 miles. Okay. Okay, it just changed. It just went up to 9,500 steps, 4.16 miles. There is no way in hell I walked <laughs> 9,500 steps today. Well, see, mine says about 4,000, um, which well, we did some walking today. So that might be 1.8 miles. Yeah, that, that might be. We walked down to eat and we did... Uh, we might have, might be a little high. I don't know. And then the other thing, and I don't know, maybe I asked the question, but I probably forgot. I thought when, uh, or maybe it takes a certain heart rate. Uh, I was waiting for the uh, activity app or the watch to say something about, have you started a workout when I get to work and start moving around, but maybe it needs my heart rate to be higher before. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's it. Because when I'm at work, I'm not running, you know, I'm working, I'm getting, uh, there's physical activity, but it's, it's never asked me to, um, you know, are you starting a workout? And I, and I would like to get credit when I'm at work, but every time I get there, I don't want to have to sit there and, you know, hit the other, which is probably what I'd want to hit. Um, 
Yeah, well, that's what happened with us, like I said, the last yeah. time we were in Cleveland, because yep. we were walking quickly, and it buzzed me after about 10 minutes. Do you want to start? I see you're, it looks like you're exercising. Do you want me to start a workout? And I just said, yeah, okay. let's do another. And then it would start at about the 10-minute mark. Right. Because it knew that we had already been walking for 10 minutes. Now, it's funny. Um, I was listening to Melissa, iOS <laughs> Today. Oh, thank you. And Allison Sheridan was on talking mm-hmm. with Dave. And she was saying something that I had complained about, where I don't know if it was her or a friend of hers, but they had gone for an outdoor walk and didn't get their full credit. Mm. Mm. And I don't remember the numbers that she used, but say the person walked for an hour, but only got credit for 20 minutes. And that's exactly what happens to me. So that's why I always use other. So that way I know if I exercise for 45 minutes at the gym, I get credit for 45 minutes. That's what matters to you. I want to get credit for what I'm mm-hmm. doing, you know, so yeah. if I, if I walk for an hour, I want a credit for that hour that I walked. I do know that when I sit on the mats to stretch out, it will buzz me saying, are you done? Hmm. No, no, I'm just stretching out and I'm not done yet. Cause I still have more to do. I'm just stretching right now. But thank you. Hmm. Yeah. See, I was hoping it was going to be a little bit more automatic. Cause I mean, I could, when I get to work, I could probably start the, you know, the X uh, workout thing and say other, uh, but then you know I do stuff and then I may sit down uh, for a few minutes either rest or do something or whatever and then I'll get up. So it's not a. Cons- I was hoping it'd be a little bit more automatic where they'd say, "Oh, we see you're moving. We'll give you credit for a walk or something like that." And then uh, yeah, you'd have to be faster because I mean, think about yeah. if you're grocery shopping, you're walking, or if you're just walking right. through your house. Yep. You're you're walking. Yep. The, I mean, the only way that it could really be accurate for you is if you start it and then you you pause right. it and then you right. start it again and then you, and that's a pain in the neck. Right, it is, it is. And like I say, I was hoping for a little bit more automation of some sort, and I don't know how they would do it, but you know, um, and I don't know how it'd be able to tell the difference between if you're you know if I have sat down for a few minutes and now I'm up and walking and doing stuff yeah because you know unless a fire alarm is going off I usually don't run uh, you know in school uh, or and, you know unless there's something has torqued me off my heart rate usually doesn't go up that long for that much for that long I mean it'd probably go up probably trigger a Hey, are you having a heart attack now? No, I'm, um, that might be a bad thing. But, uh, yeah, so I don't know. I just wish there was a, a way, and maybe in, you know, Series 15 at that point, maybe they will have worked out where, oh, we see you're walking. We'll give you credit for that. Oh, you're sitting down? Lazy sloth. Um, you know, it, well, we aren't going to give you credit for that. But, uh, you know, because, yeah, I don't want to have to start every time I do something. And so I was just – but I do kind of wish that – you know, because I get the steps and everything. But I do kind of wish um, – all you other guys, I am always getting workout notifications from you. Um, uh, well, mainly Elisa. Uh, I was going to say, not, I want like a good little sloth notification. <laughs> not that I'm guilting anybody, but mainly Elisa. Um, but, uh, you know, unless I go out for a, a walk, I, you know, I should take our dog out for more of a walk. And, and I remember to start it because I did actually walk last uh, Saturday, but I forgot to start the stupid thing. And I apparently wasn't walking briskly enough for it to suggest that I start a exercise routine so uh yeah i guess i just want again it's the same way with me and uh keeping a journal i want the lazy journaling thing where it automatically just puts stuff in there you've been here you did that you posted it reads your mind and it just takes it out of your brain and onto the paper 
uh, or onto the computer screen. Yeah, test for That's echo. That's scary. Yeah, <laughs> that might be. If they ever, if anything was ever to record what's going on in my mind, they might visit me in jail some days. I don't know. Um, or something. But yeah, um, yeah, we'll see. But okay, I think now we'll move on to our picks. And <laughs> why don't we start... Well, since we were talking Apple Watches, I happened to look down here, and it looks like Melissa's got a pick for the Apple Watch. What is I this do. thing? Are you so the, if, are, hmm? you, are you the one that said you had something cute, or was that uh, Lisa? Lisa said she had something cute, but okay. I added something cute to it, too. Well, it's okay. it's pretty. It's very blingy. It's it's made by a brand called Ease Young Bling Bands for Apple Watch. I won't read the whole title, but... Suffice it to say that it fits all the watches, and it is a very pretty uh, Apple Watch band. It's a metal band that's got like little, you know, encrusted. They're probably not diamonds. They're probably fluorescent crystal crystals or zirconia or something like that. But it's it's very pretty looking. It's it's shiny and it's metal looking, and it'll slide onto your watch. And it comes in silver and rose gold and champagne gold and black, which probably looks more like space gray, I imagine. So. Mm. Yeah, okay. I uh, I hinted to my husband that I wanted this for a present someday. <laughs> okay, now did you do more than hint, or did you give him the link and the price and the uh, credit card? I put it on my damn wish list, okay. which is, <laughs> we well, all check on a, on a, on occasion. <laughs> I mean, I don't know your husband, but I know men. <laughs> unless we get fairly obvious clues, we can miss things. So I'm trying to uh, uh, okay uh, make sure. That, I will take that under advisement. He'll yeah. get if it's my clear. husband, I have to be. <laughs> This one, this I did that with an iPad. I want this one, this color, this size, Wi-Fi only. This is how much it costs. There you go. That's the way we like it. And then it's how much? Okay, I'll pay the bill. There and that's go. what he bought me. Well, I like to give him a couple of choices because for for years and years he's been trying to surprise me, and he just he can't because I've, uh, I've got everything so hooked to everything that. You know, in the past, he's he's, and I've just gotten better about lying about not knowing about it. But he'll <laughs> <laughs> buy something, and I'll get a notification. Your blah 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 has shipped. I'm like, oh, okay, that's All what right. I'm getting for my birthday. <laughs> okay, well then, let's go to okay. So Elisa had the cute thing, and I'm looking at it. It's kind of cute. It's cute. It's different. Of course, the price went up since I posted it the other day, but. Um, this is called Lego City Advent Calendar 2018 oh, edition. And I thought this is kind of cute for kids instead of giving them the advent, you know, if, if you celebrate Christmas and you do the advent calendar, instead of giving them candy, it just has a separate little Lego for each day, the one through 24. And they're just little tiny, you know, this little tiny a Christmas tree or a little truck or it's just something, a snowman, something small. That uh, probably takes about five minutes to put together, but then at the end they've got something they can play with. Yeah, okay. and then you get you get something you can step on for each day leading up until Christmas. <laughs> That's right. Yes. So right now it is twenty nine ninety nine. Okay. On Amazon. And there's this one thing here. It looks like a machine with a spear on it. So. Yeah, okay. That's, I'm, I'm looking at the pictures here on the website, and I suppose that's supposed to be a jackhammer, but it looks kind of like a spear to me. Oh, uh, yeah. And they also have, uh, they have a Star Wars, come on, get out of there. They have a Star Wars version for $39.94 or a Friends version for $24.99. The Friends version is more for the girls because uh, uh -huh. it goes with the other types of Legos that they've got. Uh-huh. Yeah, I see that. That's cute. Yeah, huh. I mean, they're cute. 
Okay. Uh-huh. Well, you know, so if you have a child or a grandchild or children that like Legos, you know, it might be it's nice. Just, little... It's just good for helping them count when they get excited about it, even just to count up to the holidays. And There you go. It doesn't even have yeah, to It says 500 pieces. So. Oh, wow. Okay. So, and if you have people you don't like, buy them for the kids and tell them to scatter them all over the floor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Sure. And see go. if your vacuum cleaner works well. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's multi-purpose. Okay. Mm-hmm. And. And uh, uh, if it keeps on giving, there you go in pain. But anyway, uh, mm-hmm. and now uh, for mine, and this was actually uh, Elisa was mentioning it before we started that her modem was acting up, and so uh, and I was I was uh, we were down in uh, uh, Sioux City this weekend, and so we were watching QVC uh, while we were waiting to get up to go to breakfast, or whatever. And this thing popped on. Uh, but I've got a link to Amazon here. Uh, it's the Net Reset uh, Smart Power Cycler for modems and routers. Basically, what it is is a, a timer, but you plug your modem and then your router into that, and then you set a time. And when that time comes, it'll shut both of them off, and then it'll uh, start up your modem, and then wait a minute, and then it will start up your router. So that they can each, you know, reboot and have time to, they, you know, they were making the claim that, and I, I have noticed that sometimes I go up and from time to time and reboot the uh, AT and T modem that we have upstairs, motor router, whatever you want to call it, uh, and then that does kind of seem to help our internet speeds a little bit. I don't know, you know, exactly why, but it, it does seem to. And then, uh, and I'm wondering about our router that we have out here too. Maybe it would help that because it gets a little weird once in a while. But it's got two plugins on it. You just plug them both in. Now, my problem is the modem is upstairs and the router's downstairs. So, um, I that won't necessarily work for me because I don't think without pulling some more wires, which I really don't want to do. I don't think I can move the router upstairs, and I really don't want to move the modem downstairs because it's a, you know, an LTE modem, and I want it to get good reception so we have good internet. So I don't know if it'll work for me. But you know, you mentioned I had thought about this already, and then you mentioned it before we started the podcast, and I thought I would bring it up. And it's forty nine ninety nine through uh, Amazon. I always hear mixed results about these about this kind of stuff. Like some people say that it is important to power cycle in that you should I, I don't think it matters in what order you unplug the devices, but when you plug them back in, I've always thought and been told that you plug the modem in first yep. and you wait for it to, to come online and then after it's online, then you plug in the router. And I just do I still do that out of habit. But then I heard people talking about on other podcasts that say that it doesn't matter. Just unplug them and plug them both back in, mm. and I guess they find each other. And I don't know. I just feel like that's – which is it? <laughs> and does it matter? And then and then there's the the thought of like, well, do we really need – I guess in, in your case, Mike, it sounds like you have your setup that way for range. Right. Um, other people, like maybe in my case, I, I probably – the next time I go to buy one of these things, I'm thinking about just getting an all-in-one. And just saying the hell with it and, and replace one device every couple of years instead of two. Because I have a separate modem and a separate router right now. And I always have for, you know, since I've lived here. Um, but I'm wondering about maybe just getting a single unit. Well, um, yeah, you see, our, our AT&T thing, can, it's, a, uh, it's a modem and router. 
And okay. if we were normal people, because it can handle up to 10 devices. Well, hell, I got right. that many tablets, you know, little yeah. mm-hmm. ring doorbells and everything else. So, yeah, we do need the, the route, uh, wireless router. And, I, well, I could replace that with a switch if I didn't need all the wireless access points. So, uh, yeah, you still yeah. have to have something in addition that hangs off of it yep. that acts almost as if like a an internet um, uh, extension cord yeah, where it's got additional outlets on it. And for you, it's additional yeah. Wi-Fi and, uh, connectability. Yeah, and uh, and as a switch. I could If I didn't need the access points, I could just put a switch in there for everything else. But yeah, I do need something extra. But uh, Well, you'd have to, a switch would be for all your wired stuff, right? right? for I mean, the wired. But like I said, I, yeah. need, the, I need the access You need the wireless points. version right. yeah. for and all then, the other things that don't have wires. Well, and then, yeah, and then I have a uh, the Netgear... Uh, I forget the brand name, Arrow, I think it is. No, Netgear, oh, whatever. I have a mesh router, so I have you know three of them around the house here so that we can, because I don't think the uh, modem router upstairs would, uh, it wouldn't cover the house, so I'd have to have something for additional coverage anyway. So. And then, Elisa, don't you have an Eero? I have an Eero. Eero. Okay. And... How yeah, often? So how long are those like supposed to last? Is there any kind of guarantee like it'll last you for five years? I mean, it just I seems. Know. I think I've it's had ridiculous it for that the lifespan of these now? things. I think yeah. it's been two years that I've had right. it. All right, we'll have to we'll have to mark that and remember <laughs> how long. But my it lasts. modem now. It used to be I had a separate modem. I had a Motorola modem, mm-hmm. but I have the all-in-one package from Spectrum because I mm-hmm. still have a home telephone. Yeah. So. Because of it goes through the cable, I have a separate modem for the telephone. So Uh what they did is when I was having problems with connection here uh, earlier this summer, they replaced that telephone modem with a telephone modem slash modem. Mm -hmm. So I was able to get rid of my Motorola because that was like five, six, seven years old. I forget how old it was. Mm -hmm. So I'm using that. But the last couple of days, it's just been crapping out all of a sudden, like, my husband will say, I can't get online. And I look mm-hmm. at the Euro and it's red. I'm like, oh, yeah. wait a couple minutes. And then all of a sudden it's green again. It's not the Euro. It's the modem. It's and, not the Euro. And the way yeah. I can tell that it's the modem is I go to pick up the home telephone and there's no dial tone. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So I know yep. it's them and it's not the Euro. Okay. And that modem, when did they, re- they only replaced it this summer and mm-hmm. it's having problems already? Yep. Starting to, because when I called, I think it was Friday, it happened. And I called and they said, oh, you're having a problem. This was all automated. Oh, you're having a problem? Let me send a signal. And I sent a signal, and then it was fine. But it happened twice today. Yeah. So, so I've been through this with clients with my own stuff. It's almost as if, like, the home box office has to somehow bless the modem by sending some kind of signal to it. Like, you know, you can you can unplug it and reset it yourself manually, but it's not, for some reason, it's not the same as a reset that comes directly from the internet service provider. There's something different. Something something different happens. And the other thing that drives me nuts is you have no control over the firmware updates for these things. For your own router, you do because you can get that directly from your manufacturer. But for your modem, in order for it to get its firmware update, it has to come from the ISP. <laughs> that drives me nuts. And you know, you can look up and see if it's in need of an of a, a former update. And in the past, when I've tried to call, the answer I got was, "Oh, well, that's that's above my pay grade. I can't just send that out to you." Like, oh, gee, oh, thanks. And, and I'm not even with Comcast. <laughs> and this is my idea, but then I just finally realized what the problem with this is. Our AT and T um, device upstairs has a battery built into it. 
So I can kill mm-hmm. the power, but the battery will keep it running. Right. Because yeah. that's the problem we've had, because we've had electricity go out, and then the uh, router will run, or the modem, whatever you want to call it, will run on the battery for, I don't know, an hour or a couple hours, however long the battery mm. lasts, and You're then it'll really die. You're not really getting a reset, are you? No, I'm not. I just realized the problem with this whole thing. I have to can go up there. Can you take the battery out at all? Um, how, the hell, how the hell would you bypass that? Yeah, now, I know well, that like the, the Comcast ones, they have a battery, right. but it there's a light on it that lets you know when it's being powered by the battery. But when you unplug it, it does eventually go out and it doesn't right. take an hour. But I, I do wonder about that. Yeah, and, and what I've had to do is I've had to pull the cover off and hit the reset button. I was going to ask the next there's a reset button. So maybe yeah. the reset button will give you a true reset because right. it does something to dis- yeah. disconnect with the battery so I maybe just, then you're getting a true yeah. reset and i just wanted something that was going to be automatic so i wouldn't have to go up there and screw with it because you got to take mm-hmm. the modem slide the cover off take a pen push the reset mm-hmm. button put it back i just want something that would be automatic uh so well, that's person, cat proof isn't it uh what the router yeah <laughs> yeah that's uh you know unless he like, knocks why, it wait, off why but... why do you have to slide the cover off <laughs> who's it's... gonna go in there with a paper clip or a pen to, to be resetting it that it's got to have a cover on it and i thought well maybe your cat <laughs> uh well it's got on the bottom you slide the base off on the bottom of the device yeah. and then in huh. where the battery is then you take your uh your pen at least it doesn't not it's not a paper clip it's just a pen but uh, ballpoint pen that i use yeah yeah basically and then you reset it so i was trying to uh uh automate it so i wouldn't have to go up there and physically do it right and with this with this particular gadget that you picked out because you have that battery issue it may not do it for you no, it won't. Like I say, unless I could pull the battery out, and I'd have to see if they even run without a battery in it. So I would have to see. But but I did like the idea of a battery because it'll keep it running. So if the power does go out, we can uh, our router will a regular router won't run because that runs on electricity. But this will run, and then we could even you know plug it into something and charge the battery up. So well, we, see that's why I've always plugged the the router into. The ba- the battery UPS right mm-hmm. you know how on, on UPS there's a there's a side yeah. that's you know plugged into the battery and a side that isn't yeah. I've always kept the router and modem plugged into the battery operated side so that they would stay running for a little while right so but, so that might be another option for you um, okay. but you'd have to you'd have to because you probably rent that modem if it's from your AT and T US your right. ISP right so right. so maybe you could just you know turn that one in get your own box and then just pay for it but again well no only you, you can decide if the rental fee is worth it well there there is and there is no option because this is over lte this isn't cable so oh, okay yeah so we'd have to have unless somebody else has an lte box that would function mm-hmm. with at&t where okay. we have to take theirs but mm. and it's not even dsl is it it's no. lte it's LTE, huh. yeah. It's wireless, yeah. basically, yeah. Uh, I mean, it is wireless. So there's no. It takes it from the cell towers. So uh, pluses and minuses on that. But I think I've discussed them before. Mm-hmm. But uh, okay, well, okay. I think we've kind of you know hashed everything out. I'll go and scratch my head and see what I need to do to fix my motor modem issues or whatever. But uh, so. Um, how about we just introduce ourselves? Because I see Elisa's staring at the screen, and yeah. I've seen her shake her head and then kind of do a yay. So I assume it's going in her yeah. favor right now. So. No, it's not, but oh, okay. we're trying. 
Well, you're not cursing, so it's not horrible. You don't hear me cursing. I'm no. muting the mic. Oh, okay. Again, we don't want this mind Could reading Could you at least thing. mouth it for us or give us hand signals? The Italian peace sign, maybe? <laughs> uh, okay. And, uh, so, okay, we'll, we'll introduce ourselves, and then we can uh, 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 free Elisa to let her inner cursing out. So why don't release we start... Release Elisa. Yeah, release yeah, release Elisa. Okay, that's... Okay, we may have something there. So why don't we start with <laughs> Melissa, as long as I'm trying to scramble my brain with you guys' names. <laughs> uh, so we'll start with M- uh, Melissa. Would you uh, introduce yourself, please? Sure. You, I'll make it real easy for you. You can find me online all over at the Mac Mommy, and you can also look me up uh, on my other podcast, InTouchWithIOS.com. Okay. Take it away, Lisa. Yeah, I just said, okay. to the Red Sox fan. So there you go. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Um, you can find me on Twitter at, at SenseiDai or my other podcast, like Melissa, uh, 3geekyladies.com with the number three spelled out, which I do with Vicki Stokes and Suze Gilbert. Okay. And I can be found on Twitter um, uh, as DSC Chipman. And I have my about.me page at about.me slash Mike McPeak. That's M C P E E K. And I can also be found on uh, uh, Sci Fi Tech Talk with. Uh, Julie Keel and Jeff Sire uh, talking about uh, some science fiction movie. I think this time we're doing the movie Tau. I've got to see what this is about. But anyway, I think it's probably a Netflix movie or something. But anyway, if you want to find out more about the show, head over to geekyshow.com and reviews on comments on iTunes are always welcome. And we thank everyone who does that. We hope you have enjoyed the show as much as we have. And don't forget between now and next week to hug a geek. Five, four, three, two, one. And we are go. Go. Wait, go where? The commercial guy. We're recording a commercial for the MyMac.com podcast. Ah, so we're recording the podcast now. Well, no, not now. At the moment, we're recording this commercial. So when do we go? Go where? I don't know. You started this whole go thing. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. We have no idea what we'll say next.